we we don't we don't take any prisoners. I mean, we go for the for the uh, the jugular on that show. We ask them questions that they may may not get someplace else. Hi, I'm Gina Cerrito, and I'm here with my co-hosts Lynn White and Judy Licht. We're the News Broads, broads casting about the news and all things media. We're here to give you insights on how it all works. A look at the news you won't find anywhere else. Going for the jugular is how a handful of women have become some of the most political voices on television today. Although long a mainstay on network TV, The View started way back in 1997. And it's only in these last few years, though, that The View has turned into one of the most influential television shows on the political landscape. And perhaps the funniest and most influential host on The View is the inimitable and hilarious Joy Behar. Welcome, Joy Behar. It is nice to see you. How did this happen? How, I mean, from 1997, how did it become such a politically influential show? Um, I'm trying to think when the tipping point was. Um, it's, it was before Trump, but Trump it really sort of stimulated this uh, situation, as you imagine. Before him, yeah, during the um, Iraq War, right after 9-11, I think we really started to get very political after that. Um, before that, we talked politics, but not the same way. There was no major urgency before that. We were sort of living in a fool's paradise, I think, before 9-11. Yeah, we were. We but were. I hope also, does the makeup, I mean, you're all female. Up until recently, almost all the Sunday shows, the political pundits were male. I know. Um, do you think that that has something to do with it? Well, that, we, that we're female or that, the, that they've always been male? Which, yeah, I think, but I think a little bit of both. Well, um, I think that women's voices are more uh, in demand than they used to be. People, of course, are taking us more seriously. We're on every network. MSNBC is loaded with smart women, CNN. Um, I think that the Me Too movement helped the situation in terms of putting more women's voices out there. But I'm not sure that... Um, that we that there are that many more i'm not sure about that i think there'll always be more men running things you know speaking of women a lot has been written joy about the chemistry between the co-hosts um some get along some don't get along is that more hype or is it real is there tension on the set there's, there's sometimes there's tension during the show yeah. And then my experience for, I've been there for more than 23 years now, is that we forget about it. It's like, then we're sort of over it. I mean, I've had arguments, uh, political arguments with Megan McCain, and we're very good friends. We are. I mean, she and I are texting sometimes during the commercial breaks and saying, I can't take it anymore. Whatever. <laughs> like, she's yeah. kind of, she's a, not a Trumper. So it's, you know, how much, how much do you get in there when, um, you know, I would, think that having someone on that table that was a Trumper would be uh, very fireworks, maybe? It would be difficult. I really do. And yeah. so, uh, like, I could never sit there with Kaylee McEnany. She makes up stories. Oh. She lies. 
Um, Kellyanne Conway never met a period at the end of a sentence that, that she liked. She just goes on and on and on. You can never even interrupt her. Yeah. Um, who else is there? Uh, that Guilfoyle girl who's dating uh, Donald Jr. Who could sit there with them? Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, I respect conservative thinking. I respect Republicans because Judy and I are friends, for example. <laughs> Judy's been a, a Republican all her life. I've been a Democrat. We're yeah. friendly. Well, definitely. I want to use the word Rockefeller Republican because it makes me seem like a dinosaur. But now I call it, uh, who, who's the guy out there that I love so much? Uh, so it could be a Joe Scarborough. Joe, I would love to see him run. Now, the yeah. point is, that re raises an interesting question, Joy. Now that Abby Huntsman has gone, yeah. you've got Megan, who's really conservative. Yeah. Um, there's no kind of medium Republican. There's no kind of centrist Republican, if you will. Will that change? Do you well, she, I would call her somewhat centrist, don't you think? She's not really. Not a Trumpist. So, well, yeah. not, nobody as long as you can't stand Trump. <laughs> you're not, you're not, uh, you know, you're okay with me. I mean, I don't, I, I think that she's reasonable. Sometimes she sees things differently from what, the way I see things, but that's, that's, I mean, I like those type of discussions. Yeah. Those are great. But if you're going to tell me that after everything that man has done and you still back him i'm gonna have trouble with that i'm gonna have trouble you I, I don't even understand the thinking behind it i just it's it's that mind boggling you've interviewed a lot of people on that show i mean royalty presidents vice presidents is there anyone or anything that surprised you along the way you know Oh, yeah, plenty of things. I mean, uh, we've talked to everybody, it's true. I mean, we've had Catherine Deneuve on the show. Wow. <laughs> she was smoking. She's smoke smoking. She's like, I'm French, I smoke, you know. Um, <laughs> we've had, uh, Obama was one of my, one of the great interviews we've had, when, especially when he came with Michelle, before he was even running for president, or he was thinking of it. And I said, you know, I hope this guy runs, because he was insane, yeah, yeah, mentally yeah, yeah. sane. And he got that feeling. There's nothing crazy about those right. two. They're like normal people um uh, one day i walked off the i felt like a like a, a, a dubik as they say in yiddish was under my behind picking me out of the seat i could not sit there <laughs> Actually, did you get in trouble for that <laughs> barbara did not like that barbara was really? like well you know barbara walter she was like well because Whoopi then got up and followed me up. And she said, you should have sat there and, and, and get, I said, I, I couldn't. But then she liked it when the publicity came in. Yeah. She liked it. She was yeah. a tough cookie. Yes, she was. She How was. How is the show different without her around? Um, it's, it's different. It's different. She was the boss. She was there at a different time. I don't know what she would have done with us now. I really don't know. Because she was someone who liked to please both sides. She was not, she was like the Bob Hope of uh, journalism. You know, she made, he made jokes about the Republicans and Democrats. She would have a lot of trouble sitting through some of Trump. Well, she's kind of you know, uh, alone now in her apartment, I've heard, you know, she's okay. But you know, she's, yeah. she's in her retirement period and we don't want to bother her. You know, so, it's interesting what you said about Obama. One of the things, I think one of the things he once said about the show is the key to why it's so politically successful, which is he said, oh, this is a show that my wife watches. Yeah. And I think the fact that it's not just that it's a woman, but that it's really raw 
that it's down to earth, uh, using the word authentic, if you will. And all the cable stations tend to be very, um, you know, you know where you stand with them. They're preaching to the choir. There's MSNBC and then there's Fox. Um, Whereas your show may lean liberal, which I believe is a Republican. But anyway, and authentic so people can really... You're asking the questions yeah, that really I mean, I, I know that I have a, I, I'll definitely, I'm a, I'm a liberal. I mean, I'm a Democrat, liberal Democrat, no question about it. Um, and I have been my whole life, I think. But um, I, I think that there, pe- there are people who hate my guts. I mean, if you go on Twitter, people hate me and they go after everything I say and everything I do and the way I look and everything else. But I expect that. I expect that, you know. I deal with that, though. It's not easy. I don't really read it. I don't really read it, if I tell you the truth. I'm not, I don't give it any credence because they're anonymous. You know, I can't listen to, you know, I can't listen to anonymous uh, criticism now. Yeah. I also think you're a tough cookie. I mean, in your own way, you know, you're, you're very sweet. I'm not saying that you're I'm very sweet. sweet. <laughs> no, but, but, but the point is that you are tough, and I think that you're better able to emotionally handle it than a lot of people who are. In the beginning, when I, you know, Elizabeth Hasselbeck came onto the show after a few years, and I was in the position to say to her, don't read it, because she was, she was like, oh my God, the things they'll say about you. Yeah. I said, don't read it, because I had gone through that already, where I said, I'm not reading this crap. Yeah. yeah, I think all everybody, of everybody's got a gripe. Everybody hates you for your politics. The minute you have an opinion, you're going to lose half your audience. You know, we call it the peanut gallery. It's just yeah. a t- constant peanut gallery. Yeah. Um, but I have a question. So the show, The View, yeah. started off as an entertainment under the umbrella of ABC as entertainment. And at some point, somewhat-ish recently, it became under the news umbrella. How did that change the show and you as a host and what you could say or do? Well, it cha- uh, the news is now the division that we work for, ABC News. Um, well, they make the decisions for us to be, for example, they decided we would be on the air right now and they change the background to look more newsy. For example, it's just the top of my head, I'm just thinking of that. But I can't, for instance, I can't give to political um, 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 uh, politicians who are running. I can't do that. I'm not allowed. Um, everything has to be fact-checked by ABC. We can't announce something at breaking news unless ABC says it. We, have, we can't just do it because CNN says it. I mean, stuff like that. And that's why people can trust us, because if we make a mistake on a fact, we're told, correct it, and we do. We're actually very, a very um, uh, correct show. We're very correct. I think it's interesting, and the, the reason I brought it up is I think that a lot of people don't understand that difference. It's one of the reasons we actually have this podcast, to explain media to people and what old, old new, and an evolution of it. So it's interesting, specifically for your show, that you are a perfect example of something that has changed, and with that comes different rules. We were on the cover of the New York Times Magazine a few months ago as the biggest, the hottest political show on television, and people are like, really? Well, one of the reasons is because of the people and who come to our show. People, uh, you know, we have uh, Chris Christie was on the other day. I mean, we had uh, Gavin Newsom on today. Obama, as I said, was there. Uh, Trump has been on the show many times. You know, I, I knew him before he was the president. I went to his wedding to uh, Marla Maples, as a matter of fact. So um, the, everybody comes to us. Everyone comes to us. And they know that the, the, the suburban women who are watching and then the urban women who are watching are the voters. And that's, that's what our, basically yeah. our joy is, I think. I think Chris Christie said it best when he said, 
you go to the people who are still making up their mind and are willing to listen. Whereas the other venues are all going to people who already know who they're voting for. Well, you know, we, we're talking to women. I think that women are much more flexible about their, their And you see that suburban women have changed their minds about Trump over the past three years, whereas the men are pretty much staying very steady. That yeah, might change still. Because so I, I have a terrible admission to make. We, we did a podcast about it. I was the first person to put him on television, Trump. Mm. Oh, you are, huh? <laughs> so you're the <laughs> Sarah said if there's a Nuremberg trial for journalists, I would be the first one. <laughs> you know, Judy was the first one to compare him to Hitler, too. Yeah, exactly. I was. You're absolutely no, right. Before he even won, she was like, he's like Hitler. Look at him. And, you know, Benito Mussolini was another one of... Uh, yeah. <laughs> My dog's name. Things have been written also about you being fired and then rehired. Oh, yeah. Why well, must have been an interesting time in your life. Well, you know, I did not, I still to this day do not know really why they fired me. I have my suspicions. I think probably it's best left unsaid. I mean, you can come to your own conclusions. But it was like the same time Elizabeth Hasselbeck was let go. So the two of us were let go at the same time. And then a year later, Barbara retired. Put those pieces together, honey. This goes back, if, I, if I'm the detective, I think I am, which I probably yeah. am not. But I would say that when the ratings were going sort of south a little bit and they got scared and Barbara saw this as a ladies who lunch and discussed interesting things while they were doing it, um, it had evolved and she probably got nervous about it or somebody up there got nervous about it. The stupid thing, and I don't want to hog this, but what people who are not my age may not remember is that there was a predecessor. There was a show called Girl Talk yes. with Virginia Graham as a host, which right. was very successful. She was a linchpin. They needed, you needed a comic voice, but a smart comic Yeah, voice. yeah, yeah. Because it's a public affairs show. That's right. That's yeah, but I think boy, that's what made a difference with you. You're funny, you're smart, you don't take any guff, you're a real New Yorker. And I think that's why you've had real longevity, um, to your credit. I mean, even if a person isn't liberal, they like to watch you because you're funny. You I have been a very I don't think I'm very way. funny lately. The situation does not present itself for too much fun right now because, because of what's That's, going on in this pandemic, for example. And the fact that we're on, on this uh, remote the way you guys are and the way mm -hmm. I am right now makes it a little bit harder to interact in a funny way. Right. Although you not, we don't have a, a delay. There's a delay when I'm working. Yeah. So it's even more difficult to go back and forth, you know? How much longer are you going to be doing this for? Who knows how long we're going to be How do you sleep? feel that that's going yeah. to um, affect, I mean, when people turn to you for these, you know, huge people, like if Biden comes on right before the election, I mean, how it's, does it, does it affect the interview? If he comes on right before the election? Yeah, I mean, say if he, if you do a show with him and it's going to be this, you know, a lot of people are tuning in and it's right before the election, people are still making up their minds. Yeah. You know, how does it, does it make you, I guess I'm just asking is, is it harder to do that kind of interview? Are you going to be able to get out of them what you'd be able to get out of them at the round table? We, we, don't, we don't take any prisoners. I mean, we go for the, for the, uh, the jugular on that show. We ask them questions that they may, may not get someplace else. I ran into Joe Biden many years ago in Florida when he, before he was vice president. And he told me, uh, he said to me, you know, the, I'd rather do meet the press 
than John Stewart. He was on the house Stewart than Meet the Press, although it's a kind of a hybrid. But because he's, so you never know what we're going to ask him. We, they don't know what's going to come up with us, particularly when we were live in the studio. And I was big on follow-up. Yeah. So, you know, uh, wait a minute. You said this, you know. Is there, anything, is there anything, Joy, that, you know, we've all read the God knows that book, uh, The Ladies Who Punch. The Ladies Who Punch. Uh, bestseller. So people kind of know, you know, they followed who was fighting who or really or not. I came out smelling like a rose in that book. Jones's book, right? Well, she had a book too. Go, you know, she had a, uh, a Romana Clay called uh, Satan's Sisters. Yes. Was, Some network picked it up, but I haven't seen it yet, really. Well, it was a short-lived uh, success. But this book actually uh, told a lot of true things, a lot. As was she a short-lived success. But anyway, so much is known because of the book, because of all the tabloid coverage, et cetera. Is there anything that would surprise us about the show that we don't know? Oh, goodness. Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, uh, like, for instance, like what? Like, what are you thinking of? Well, we don't want to have thought of it. It needs <laughs> well, to it, it blow our minds. <laughs> it's just us. I would imagine there's a tremendous amount of lobbying off camera behind the laughing lobbying lobbying oh lobbying yeah so what is there is there a cliquishness about who gets what what the content is no 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 today um i voted for one topic and the other three said no so so they won majority rules yeah that's kind of how we do it as well you know you've announced your retirement um a lot of us are very sad about that Mm -hmm. I don't really believe in it. I mean, yeah. as long as I'm a viable operative over there, I'll stay there. You know, as long as I can still make it make That's my good sense across, I might as well stay. I mean, I, if I were going to retire, I would want to at least do some traveling. I can't even do that now. So what am I going to retire to? Exactly. <laughs> That's true. You're already sitting in Sag Harbor. I mean, exactly. I, mean, I, wrote, I wrote a play last year, and I, I was so excited that my play was going to be done in, in, the, in the Guild Hall, and now it can't be done. So, I mean, then I would, might, might retire if I could segue into playwriting. Yeah. This is not. It's a very stressful job. It's not yeah. a non-stressful job. Well, I feel like the view is also something that is truly can last forever. If done right and it's oh, gone God. through so many things, it could truly go forever. I know with Trump, it's definitely it gives you a lot of yeah material. What happens when Trump hopefully leaves? It's fine. Believe me. He's never going to 100% leave. No, Judy. he will not. He'll be on some other channel being annoying. I know it. He won't 100% <laughs> leave. And, 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 and he's left the country in such a mess that right. there's going to be plenty to talk about, you know? All but right. you were asking me about when I was fired. You didn't finish that. No, I know. We wanted to, I, I was about to. That's funny you should mention. Um, <laughs> you know, they, you were fired. What did you, I mean? Did you take this very personally? Did you? Here's what happened. Uh, one of the things about me and of my career, as a school teacher, I, I worked at the employment service. I was a uh, receptionist, and then they transferred me into a, 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 a producer at Good Morning America for a while. And I always hated all those jobs, mm. and I just would wait to get fired because. <laughs> Because I was, I'm a soft person. I had a kid, I had a job, I had children, you know, whatever, waiting to be taught. And but I never really wanted to do these jobs 100%. So I would get myself fired. And I think that when they fired me from the view, it was like just another day of good. 
I was sick of this job anyway. Yeah. I swear to you, that's true. Yeah. I was. They came to my office, and the producer and um, and a um, an executive, a network executive. They were at my door, looking very solemn. <laughs> and I said, "What's what's up? Am I getting fired?" And they were like, "Well." Well, I said, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and then Bill Getty called Barbara. Barbara said, how did she take it? And Bill Getty said, she was fine. Wow. I think he was shocked. That's you. No, I think that's good. That shows a lot of resilience. It shows yeah. that you like to redo yourself. And I think that has a lot to do with the success. I do like to change things around, but I also don't like to give up a good thing. Yeah. How did they rehire you? What happened? Well, first of all, I spent the two years off the air writing this a, a solo great, show. Which, and which I saw, and it was terrific. Thank you. It was called Me, My Mouth, and I. And I did it at the Cherry Lane Theater, and I had a different kind of way to do my life. There's this, always this part of me, this creative part, the playwright, the performer, comedian, and then there's this. And this it pays the rent. The other one doesn't. Not yeah. really. Yeah. So um, I spent that two years doing creative work. And then one day I get a call from the network, a new network executive. The others are gone. Barbara was gone. Uh, the other EP was gone. A whole new set of people came in. And she called me and she said, will you please come back? We need wow. you. Yeah. They so have you flattered where you like, no, got to think about it. You, can do, you only have to come back on Friday. You can just moderate on Friday. And I said, yeah. oh, that's even perfect, more perfect. I'll just work on Friday. And then it's slowly, you know, like, just when you think you're out. You know, it's funny. You are, I believe, and I'm not saying this because we're friends or because I'm being an ass kisser, but the bottom line is I really think that you were the glue um, that holds it all together. I well, like right that. now, maybe because I'm the oldest one. I never thought I'd be in Barbara's position, but now I'm the oldest one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's not what I meant. I mean, you're the you're most experienced one. one, which comes with, you know, a lot of class yeah. and gravitas. So I'm, a, I'm the most experienced one at this point, yeah. But I, I have to ask you this. So the other day, Variety reports that the ladies who punched the book about the view oh, yeah. that we talked about before um, is being made into a TV miniseries. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, so who do you want to play you? Oh, you mean besides Meryl Streep? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, every time anybody plays me, it's a man. Almost a Saturday Night Live. So what? Who cares? I'd like to be played by like a woman. A this request. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that well, first of all, there's no production going on. So when when is this happening exactly? Uh, they just say as soon as they can go back into production. Some name, a guy whose name was associated with is pretty well known. Paul Feig. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff, so it's not going to be some little fly by night thing. Uh huh. Well, you know, it does. There is uh, now that they have the book, they have almost like a structure to work with. Because over the years, I've toyed with doing it myself, but then I thought, eh, I don't want to do it. I'm too yeah. in the middle of it. You have to be outside of things to, to write about them. Okay. But um, people were so mean on on the Fox on Fox uh, News. I think she should be played by Gilbert Gottfried. Someone said. <laughs> okay, then who should play Barbara Walters? Oh, um, well, it depends on when. I, I presume they're talking about the old days, but we were all a lot younger. So, well, yeah, easy, one yeah. woman show. She could just do everyone. We don't. She doesn't need the rest of us. Just her. Do you miss <laughs> not having your own show? You were. I do. I do. Yeah. I really miss it so much. Today we played a clip from my show on HLM where I interviewed Larry Kramer, who died yesterday. Oh. 
What a and it was such a fun interview. I mean, there he is telling me how Abraham Lincoln was gay. George Washington was in love with Alexander Hamilton. I, mean, <laughs> I had the best show. I had Diane Keaton on that show telling me what a gorgeous body Woody Allen has when he's naked. I mean, <laughs> I had the best show on HLN and they took it away from me. Because and I have the I had very good ratings also. Yeah. They, somebody up there did not like my politics. That's a fact. And they yeah, can't. you know what? Rejection is protection. You can always come back somewhere else. So. Yeah. In fact, we'd like to see that happen, Joy. I mean, yeah. I want you to have two jobs, but it would no. be good. If I ever leave the View, I would like to just do my own podcast or something like that because there's no network. Yeah. Left. Well, we'll right. give you pointers when you do that. Join us. You could be the Join us. How did this happen? All this this whole thing with you girls. Funny you should mention it. Yeah. Me and I were commentators. They had a thing on the local NBC with Chuck Scarborough, local NBC station, called um, the Power Panel. And Lynn and I were the Power Panel, along with sometimes a third person who was, yeah. I was the conservative, although I'm sort of middle of the road, and yeah. Lynn is liberal. And Lynn and I knew each other from work for, I don't know, I don't want to admit how 30 many. years. I think in the 30 years. Judy was not married to Jerry when I met her. <laughs> Oh. We were married to other people. We had shared a cubicle. She got divorced. I, you know, I had a you baby. gave birth twice. <laughs> we lived through each other's life stories. At any rate, so we used to do this, and we would really fight on the air. And in fact, people in the studio got uncomfortable very. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they they thought we hated each right. other, and the thing is, it was the same. We get off the air, we go out for drinks, we go out for dinner. We're really good friends. So you yeah. understand exactly what goes on, and all. Yeah. You know, when yeah. women argue with each other, everybody gets upset. They think it's a big cat fight. You know, when men do it, they say, "Oh, they're just arguing." It's a, it's right. like in Harvard, the Harvard Club, and when <laughs> women do it, it's a cat club. I mean. <laughs> That's true, and so exactly what right. is, we we had a lot of fun doing this. We did. Um, and we decided, you know, that gig was over when that producer left. And um, we decided we wanted to do something like it. Yeah. And uh, it evolved into this. And we, we're really having a good time. We're talking to a lot of media people, a lot of good stories, a lot of fun, a lot of serious stuff. It's great. Come do and you get feedback us. from people? Pardon me? Do you get feedback from the listeners? Yeah. Some of, it, some of it also not so nice and some of it very nice. I think what's great about talking to you is knowing that you are going to continue you know you aren't going anywhere not right Thank now, you. no yeah. where am i going i'm stuck in this house <laughs> but that's not a bad thing right you don't have to leave home to go to work yeah it's a pretty it's nice lucky. House. we're very lucky for, uh, yeah. most of us to have a house to have a yard yeah and i don't have a yard you and i have three children and no yard <laughs> and to be healthy you know and and to uh, to be healthy so yeah. everything so thank you all right. Well, listen, this has been a lot of fun. We have a standing invitation for you to join us in whatever yeah. capacity, guest or whatever, in the future. So think about it, Joy. Okay. I know it's a big deal. Well, <laughs> I asked, just ask me, and if I can do it, I'm happy to do it anytime. I mean, I won't think of it. You'll have to think of it, because I got this other show, Sam, so doing. Yeah. But if you think of it and say, Joy, do you want to do it next week? I'll, 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 I'll come on. Sure. Joy. When do you, let me ask you something. When sure. do you think we'll be able to resume our normal lives. When next just year, Christmas. President. Next year, I think oh, Christmas. January, you mean January? January. I think like maybe. Like you think the virus will be gone by then? Well, yeah. no, but they're saying that they're optimistic they'll have an. Uh, I think as vaccine. soon as they'll have a vaccine, 
It'll or be really if not, they'll have something that will help you if you have it so that you won't die, other than chloroquine. Thanks for having me. <laughs> okay, take care. care. Thank you. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to the News Broads with Gina Cerrito, Lynn White, and Judy Lick. Our producer is David Levin and audio mixing by Barry Hirschberg.